It's my show. Oh, what is all this about? Joy, 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 joy. But Christmas is like over a month away. Uh, who cares? It's Thanksgiving this week. I can smell it. And since Thanksgiving doesn't have a theme song, Christmas music will have to suffice. I get it. I'm excited too. Besides, just like Mama, I say, let's do this Christmas thing because that means it'll be New Year's next, which means goodbye 2020. <laughs> over this year, too. Who would have thought that this year would have sucked so bad? The only thing that was good was that Mom and Daddy were around all the time. Well, that's your opinion. Hard to wreak havoc when you got the cops on your back all the time. Soderbergh, don't do that. If you weren't such a jerk-off, then you wouldn't have to worry about that. Whatever. Mmm, I smell it, too. Turkey juices. Stuffy. Mashed potatoes. Gravy. A spatchcock bird with crispy skin. Nope, that was last year. Mama said she probably wouldn't do that again. No, last year she had father break down the entire bird into pieces. Two years ago is when she spatchcocked the bird. No, last year is when she roasted the turkey with bacon strips laid over the top. Mmm, bacon. <laughs> but remember, she had two birds last year because there were so many people coming oh, over. right, right, right. Okay, right, you're right. So this year, I wonder if she's doing spatchcock or keeping it whole. Or maniacally hacking up the bird into pieces so it all cooks at the right temperature. You don't want to overcook the breast. No one likes that. No! Wait. Oh. That is strange. What? I don't smell it anymore. You don't? No. That's weird. Can you smell it? No. That's weird. Where'd that delicious bird smell go? It's gone. No, it can't be. Oh, oh man, what happened? This can't be happening. Hang on, hang on. I'm going to go look. Okay, be stealthy. No. No. What? What? What is it? There's no food in the kitchen. There's no food on the table. There's no food anywhere. What? No, how could that be? I have no idea, but this is bullshit. I know, this is totally bananas and mascarpone cheese. I mean, how do we smell the turkey and all the fixings if it doesn't exist? It's Thanksgiving, right? Yes, yes, yes. My internal clock woke me up this morning going, ding, 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 it's time for Thanksgiving. Oh, no. What? What? Well, you, you know how the power of suggestion is really strong with me. Uh, yeah, yeah, you learned it from Mother. Anytime she watches TV and a commercial for food pops on, she instantly wants that food. Yeah, well, sometimes... Sometimes, and I know this sounds crazy, but sometimes I think I could smell something where I actually start to smell it. And then I think it's really there, and it's like the power of imagination or something. No, 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 but I smelled it too. The delicious warm bread, the butter, the mac and cheese. It was all in our head. You saw it yourself. There's no one here. There's no kitchen full of food. I mean, Mom and Daddy aren't even here, are they? No, where the hell did they go? How dare they? They wouldn't have gone to Hominy's house and left us here, would they? No, no, no freaking way. I would never forgive Mother if she did that. Yeah, yeah, not likely. This is a family day. Oh, man, this is really annoying. I mean, this is really, really, really annoying. I'm sure they'll turn up. Uh-huh. They will. They wouldn't leave us hanging like that. Not on a bird holiday. Okay, Andy, you're right, you're right. I'll trust you this time. Okay, so... So we should just just get on with our first segment. From the skyscrapers of New York to the coast of California, this is Doggo News. A New York class action lawsuit has been filed against Nestle Purina Pet Care Company in regards to their bacon products. The lawsuit claims that bacon 
is being falsely advertised that it's its primary ingredient when it's really 10th on the list. Well, I'll still eat it. I mean, if they use a bacon signature scent, that'll do, pig. I agree. Real bacon in large quantities is really unhealthy for dogs anyway. And humans. So fake bacon is fine with me. Although Mother still refuses to buy it. Next doggo news. A canine agent at Chicago's O'Hare Airport sniffed out a Capra beetle in some undeclared food items in an international traveler's luggage. The beetle is known to be highly destructive, so it's a good thing Airport Fido found it. I hate beetles. Did you know that they're actually destroying some of the oldest living creatures on the planet? You mean aliens? No, sequoia trees. They eat them from the inside of the trunk and then they become so brittle that they break down and fall. Oh, that sucks. I love pissing on trees. Zeddy, sequoias are some of the most beautiful trees on the planet. Please don't piss on them. I'm a part of nature. They're a part of nature. Therefore, I piss and it is fine. Finally, in doggo news, the famous Westminster Dog Show will be moved from its usual home of Madison Square Garden to an outdoor location in Westchester County for the next show in June 2021. Posh. I know you don't like the dog show. It's fine. I just think it's so frou-frou. Could it be jealousy? No way. They have much shows now, so if I wanted to enter one, I could, and you know I'd win first place. I just think it's a bit outdated, you know, and it's always about poodles. Fucking poodles. Relax. Poodles are nice. Yeah, whatever. All right, so let's just go back to Thanksgiving. Yeah, right. What the fuck? I got an idea. Okay, what? What if we talk about our favorite Thanksgiving recipes that Mama has made and then, you know, maybe we can will it to happen? <laughs> yeah, right. It's already the middle of the morning. She would have been cooking by now if it was still on. Come on, Z. Let's just try. It'll be torture. But just think. We'll start to smell it all over again. At least that's better than nothing. Okay, I'll start. My favorite thing that Mama makes, besides the turkey, of course, is this stuffing. Yeah, good stuff, that stuffing. Technically, I think they call it dressing now because the only thing the bird gets stuffed with in this house, if it's not broken down before cooking, is oranges, lemons, herbs, and onions. Oranges. Yeah, she normally stuffs the bird with aromatics like thyme and sage and rosemary. It smells so good. Okay, I'm starting to smell it now. The dressing is usually made with homemade cornbread. And that's been left out of the counter for a few days, so it has, you know, nice time to stale up. You gotta have stale bread so that it doesn't get too soggy. Then she puts it in a crock pot and slow cooks it with butter, chopped celery and onions, and some sausage. And then some dried cranberries and some chopped fennel and garlic. Oh, oh, yum. Okay, okay, my turn. My favorite side dish that Mother makes is her homemade five cheese mac and cheese. Mm. She starts with the roux, which is a mixture of equal parts flour and fat, which of course she uses butter. Butter! Oh, and a little bit of the fat grease from the bacon that she cooked up first. Bacon! And then she adds in milk and cream and whisks it until it's mixed. Some thyme and a bay leaf are added for some aromatics. Aromatics! And then she adds the five shredded cheeses. Fontina, Gruyere, blue cheese, white cheddar, and Parmesan. Parmesan! Then she adds back in the chopped bacon and parsley and then mixes it all up with the cooked macaroni shells. It's so gooey and delicious. I mean, come on, Indy. You know how much I love queso. Me too, me too. Oh, and I almost forgot the spattering of breadcrumbs that she puts on top just before baking it a little bit in the oven. Oh, gooey, crunchy. What's that to love? Okay, okay, okay. It's my turn again. Go on. I also love the mashed potatoes. Mm, 
omelet's so easy and delicious. Garlic mash makes my nose have a sniffy party. A sniffy party? <laughs> sounds like you're sick. How about calling it a nose party instead? That sounds like it's the 80s and we're all doing a bunch of illegal stuff. <laughs> no, even though garlic may be off limits for dogs, the smell that wafts through the house when mama cooks with garlic is just divine. I agree. I so badly want to know what that garlic tastes like. I know. What? How? Last year at Thanksgiving, a.k.a. the best holiday ever, one of Mama's friends gave me just a little taste from his finger. Who did that? And why wasn't I given any? I will not give up my sources. Nah, that's bullcucka. My goal is to one day taste chocolate. Nah, it's just okay. Wait, when did you taste chocolate? When Chewie used to eat human poop, I had a taste or two to see what he was freaking out about. Gross! So you ate chocolate out of someone's butt? Are you sure it wasn't just poop? Nope. It was brown and creamy and smelled just like chocolate. Uh... Anyway, it was totally overrated. I don't see what the fleshies freak out about. What about pie? What about it? Don't you just love pumpkin pie? Oh yeah, baby. I love all kinds of pie. That crusty crust and sweet filling is all I need. It's too bad Mama's not a good baker. Yeah, Father beats her in that department. I think it's mostly though because she doesn't want to get fat. Er. I love Mama just the way she is. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. That extra padding is pretty comfy. Let's talk turkey now. Bird, 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 bird is the word. Which is your favorite, dark meat or white meat? Uh, dark meat all the way, but white meat is just as sweet. Agreed. I do not discriminate against the color of flesh. Besides, dark meat is more fatty, a.k.a. more delicious. I've had dreams before of Mama dropping a giant turkey leg on the floor and me snatching it up before she can catch me. Oh, man, that would be amazing. That would be almost as epic as Chewy getting a sandwich. Yeah, I'll make it happen this year. Zeddy? Yeah, Andy? Has Thanksgiving been canceled like Halloween? I don't know, Andy. Maybe the Fleshies heard our podcast and thought since we didn't like Halloween, we must not like Thanksgiving, too. But Fleshies don't change their plans for dogs. Well, mother and father do sometimes. I'm gonna be really sad if there's no turkey day today. Remember that year when they went vegan? We got a tofurkey instead. Oh, that was awful. And it's vegan, not vegan. Yeah, it was really depressing, I must say. They didn't go vegan again, did they? Relax, Andy. No, no, no. All right, all right. Let's, let's just get back to business. Today's guest, we are talking... Talking to Jonna Devereaux. Thank you, Jonna, for being a guest on our show. Please tell our guests about what you do. Thank you for having me. I am a clinical pet nutritionist and the owner of a pet boutique and supply store in Rhode Island called Fetch RI. And I'm also, excitingly, the director of nutrition and wellness for Bow Wow Labs, a phenomenal company that is really focused on the safety, health, and happiness of our dogs. How did you become a clinical pet nutritionist? And what does that mean exactly? Basically, I became a clinical pet nutritionist because my boy Diego, uh, who is an American Staffordshire Terrier, had a lot of issues uh, health-wise and I didn't know how to fix them. And, you know, I started thinking that the best way to begin is with the basics, which is nutrition and whatever goes in your body is going to help you be healthy or sick. Um, so that's kind of how I started down the road of being a clinical pet nutritionist. What that means is that I actually uh, work obviously with my own pets and with pet owners and their veterinarians to make certain that uh, every individual dog is getting the nutritional needs that they require. And a little bit beyond that, that they're getting the nutritional needs that they require, but with the right ingredients, with ingredients that work with the anatomy and the way their bodies are designed. You know how human beings need to eat things like spinach and broccoli and stuff like that to, to, to make them healthy? Yes. What are some of the vegetables that doggos need to eat? 
So, or do they need to eat them? Well, vegetables are disgusting. <laughs> well, Zeddy, not all dogs need to. So technically, they don't really need to eat a lot of vegetables. Um, there is a, a minimal requirement for carbohydrates. Those should be coming from vegetables and fruit. Um, I'm a big fan of low starch vegetables. So green beans, cucumbers, Swiss chard, um, even some herbs like cilantro and parsley, and then fruits like cranberries and blueberries. So yummy stuff that doesn't taste as bad as that broccoli. So broccoli is okay, but you know, not all dogs like it. So do you have um, other dogs besides, I, I mean, I'm not sure if Diego is like, you know, off to the clone farm or if he's like on the rainbow bridge or, or what have you, but do you have other dogs also? Yes, I have two. So it's Diego and his little sister, not biological sister, Lola, um, who is also an, an American Stafford Cherry Terrier that I rescued. And Diego is still with us. Luckily, he's he has a long life ahead of him. What are your dog's favorite things to eat? Like, you know, uh, I'm assuming that you make stuff for them or? Yeah. So as a clinical pet nutritionist, my dogs get um, the benefit of the best of everything. So they like anything that I make them. I will say by far their favorite thing to eat in the world is wild venison. Um, I'm lucky enough uh, where I live that I have access to remnants that hunters don't want. Um, from deer. And I'm a big advocate of using everything to honor the animal. Um, so, you know, I get their neck meat and their leg meat and my dogs go crazy over it. Um, so I make them jerky and stuff like that out of it besides regular meals. Do you have to like boil it down or like how do you, or do they eat it raw? So just for full disclosure, I personally feed my dogs raw food. I am a big fan of it. I do believe that the majority of dogs will do well on that, but it's not for all dogs. There are some immunocompromised dogs and, you know, uh, household as well that it wouldn't work. But in my house, we uh, feed them raw. Um, so I prepare their food raw um, with appropriate, you know, uh, supplements that ensure that it's a complete and balanced diet, as well as other supplements for, for joint and other bodily systems. Um, and so they eat it raw, right? <laughs> as far as treats, um, because I want to have a little bit of a shelf life and I don't want to have to keep going to the refrigerator for their treats. I would dehydrate the venison or I'll make them bone broth or I'll bake them something sweet or I'll make them like a frozen treat with um, like Greek yogurt or uh, with cucumbers and some blueberries and put it in the freezer and kind of give them a little tasty treat. We eat um, raw food, but my mother does not, you know, she doesn't make it. She just goes and buys it. But it's but that, okay. But Sometimes okay. we get sick of it. Sometimes it's yeah. like we don't want, you know what I mean? Like if she sprinkles yeah. a little cheese on it, then it's great. But it's like sometimes it's like day after day after day, it's the same raw food. So it's kind of like, you know, mix it up, mother. It's kind of annoying. Well, I definitely think that you should um, have a conversation with your mom, how be however best you can through barking or refusing to eat until she starts a protein <laughs> rotation. I'm a big fan <laughs> of rotating food out. Um, so protein rotation is one way. You know, not everyone can has the benefit of being able to prepare their dog's food raw. Um, and in some instances, it's not something that they should be doing. If you cannot 100% guarantee that the food that you're making or preparing, if you decide to cook it, if you can't 100% guarantee that it's complete and balanced, then you're actually doing more harm to, to your dog than not. So right. I applaud your mom for understanding what her boundaries are and for uh -huh. feeding you as best she can, which feeding raw is wonderfully, even if it's commercial. Um, yeah. But yeah, talk, yeah. Try, try, to, try to bark to your mom about <laughs> making some protein rotation. Okay. Okay. <laughs> do you, uh, do you also give your dogs like any kinds of supplements? And if so, like what kinds and like, are there any brands or types that you recommend? 
Yeah, I, um, they do get supplements. I'm a big fan of superfoods. So I do, you know, talking about protein rotation, I do rotation of vegetables, I do rotation of supplements. Um, when we're talking about supplements, that's going to increase their overall health. So I do um, uh, moringa powder, I do chlorella, I do uh, barley grass, alfalfa, um, I will do spirulina, just to name a few, even some bee pollen. And so I will rotate between those five or six different supplements in the morning and kind of have them get uh, different nutrition and minerals um, from those superfoods. Um, and then I also do, I'm an herbalist as well. So I also do some long-term tonic herbs that just help support overall health. Um, and then of course, my guy, Diego is nine and a half and he had uh, two cranial cruciate ligament tears when he was young and both had surgery. So he's on joint supplements and will be for the rest of his life to make certain that he can still run and play and have as much fun as possible. Um, and any other supplements that we, that I give them is really on an as needed basis. So as an herbalist, there are sometimes when, uh, if I find a tick on them, um, or I might give them something that they wouldn't need, you know, 365 days of the year, but I would give it to them for a short window to help their body fight off any bacteria. Are these some of the things that somebody could find at your store or like, and do ship at all? Like, Yes. So I've been working on my website for a really long time and it's not necessarily up to snuff, but we have a lot of products on our website. Um, otherwise I can, I can ship anything that is not on the website, that, but that is in store. Um, you can also find a lot of the superfoods I was just telling you about at a human uh, health food store. So um, it's, you really want human grade, um, whenever you're delivering these types of superfoods because, and, and in a perfect world, if you can get organic, um, or an organic certification, that would be amazing. But a lot of these, you know, the chlorella, the wheatgrass, the barley grass, the alfalfa, I personally love the brand Pines International for the barley grass and the alfalfa. Those are all things that you can just get at your local uh, human health food store or your mom can get at her human and, health food and store. Is that something like usually like in a powder form or a liquid yes. or both? Yep. So I use it in powder form. Um, you really don't need a lot. So it's just a little bit and you add some water to the food and mix it all in. And, you know, dogs seem to not know that it's even in the bowl. <laughs> you better hide that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you need to, you can put it in some yogurt. <laughs> but it actually doesn't really taste like anything. Mo if anything, it tastes like the grass that our dogs love to munch on, that you probably like to munch on, Zeddy. So it would actually be something <laughs> that you might find desirable. Is it you or some other fleshy that clicks? the bee pollen and how do they do it without getting stung? It's a great question and I don't really know the answer. Um, I'm not a beekeeper. <laughs> um, I actually get the bee pollen from a local beekeeper. Um, I think that's that something you can get around, you know, yeah. all around uh, the country. I think well. a lot of our fleshy friends out there, I think they think, oh, you know, you got to go to a pet store to get dog food. And that's what's awesome about what you said was that, hello, human food and human grade stuff is just as good for your dog sometimes. Yeah. I mean, unless it's got grapes or chocolate in it. But you know what I mean? It's like we, you know, I think for so long, I think fleshies have been brainwashed not to give their dogs like human grade stuff. Right. Um, anyway, so and if, uh, if it's there, not good for me, it's not good enough for my dog, Zeddy. So here, here. Thank that's, you. That's what I say. And again, just to clarify, human food is great. If you, as long as you are feeding complete and balanced, um, or if you're making like chicken jerky or something, obviously 
getting human grade is the best way to go. Right. But right. not everything that you've put into your dog's body necessarily needs to come from a pet store. There's a, a world of supplements and products out there um, as long as it's safe and, and is not toxic to animals that you can yeah. find elsewhere. Is there somewhere fleshies can watch and learn about like your recipes and things like that? Yeah. So you can learn more about um, what I do on bowwowlabs.com. We have a section called Wags to Wellness. And in there, I have a blog um, that I write weekly. And then you can also find our videos, uh, recipe videos that I've done for bone broth and you know some frozen treats on the Bow Wow Labs Instagram page and Facebook page. Tell us about the Bully Bunny. Oh, and thank you for sending us some. How did that come about? Well, that was an ingenious idea that happened um, because the inventor's dog actually choked on the last one inch of a bully stick. So he decided there had to be a better way without jeopardizing the health and safety of our of our loved dogs. So he came up with this invention where basically it allows you to screw in a bully stick so that the last one inch will not come out which means that all of the dogs in the world get to enjoy bully sticks safely without the hazard of choking or even worse potential for intestinal obstruction. So I think it's a great little product. It kind of looks like a bone and it has a hole in the center and then it has a little screw on the side. There's six different sizes depending on the size of the dog. It it brought bully sticks back into my dog's life. So Diego and Lola are very thankful that uh, the inventor came up with this phenomenal, innovative idea. And I'm just blessed to be a part of the team. Yeah, it was really genius because I tell you something. Mother used to like when I'm, you know, chewing on a bully stick or a bone. It's like she has to put me in my crate and then she like leaves me in there and watches me. And then like at one point, like then she tries to like swap out like the bully for some other thing because she knows I'm going to eat the whole thing. And she just leaves it. me alone. They're into some really weird voyeuristic stuff with us. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tell us about your store in Rhode Island and the kinds of things that you sell there. So we are a holistic pet boutique and supply store. So I sell uh, a lot of all natural products, a lot of made in the USA products. I will not sell anything chemical. So flea and tick products, shampoos, they're all chemical free. Um, I'm really about carrying products that I've done my due diligence on and that I feel safe and, you know, sound feeding or giving or using with Diego and Lola. And my motto is if I will not use it with or on my own dogs, then I will not carry it in my store because you shouldn't be using it on yours. So I have a lot of great harnesses and harnesses that really work actually. And I know a lot of harnesses, you know, they they make the claim that they stop pulling, but a lot of harnesses that work to stop pulling um, that works with the dogs and the owners, a lot of herbal remedies um, to help with adjunct therapies for people that are looking for um, natural ways of, you know, helping support their dog's bodily systems. Um, great toys. And, and for, you know, of course, raw frozen food. Um, we do have some kibble. I only have about three brands because they're the only three brands that I really want to bring in and believe in. Um, a lot of freeze dried and then a lot of single ingredient treats because I'm a, I'm a big fan in simplicity when it comes to what goes in my dog's body. You know, the idea being that God forbid I give something to my dogs and they have a negative reaction. I want to be able to know very quickly what caused that reaction and not have to go through a litany of 20 or 30 ingredients to try to decipher what that problem 
you know, was stemmed from. So, right. Um, seriously. Yeah. Also real quick, what was the, th- the thing about the hardest thing? We have a cousin, his name's Mozart and he like is the worst walker. Um, our, our grandmother, you know, she has like, he, he, he's a little tiny sausage dog, but he pulls her so hard and she's elderly. So it's like, it can be difficult because she, he, he like pulls her arm out of her socket. So, I mean, what kind of harness, um, is it like, cause he's a, kind of a, like I said, he's a little sausage dog. He's a lug. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are two harnesses that I really love. One is uh, the Two Hounds Design No Pull Harness, and the other one is Walk Your Dog With Love. What I tell the people that come into my store is I encourage them to bring their dog, let us fit it, and go out and do a test drive in the parking lot because not every not every tool is going to work with every dog, just like not every diet is going to work for every dog's bodily system. So I would encourage you to find a store um, near your grandmother um, where she might be able to bring bring your, bring the pup in and have them fit the dog properly and then have her walk around the store with the dog and see which one he responds to, uh, that she also likes. But those are the two, um, brands that I really swear by. And I personally use, um, both of them with my dogs. What's something that many dog owners don't realize or or know about their dog's health in relation to their eating habits? I think one of the things that most people don't, um, don't realize is that every single thing that goes into your dog's body impacts their overall health. Crumbs from pizza, Mm, uh, pizza, just scraps. You know, we really have to be mindful of what we're putting in our dog's body and to a deeper level, what we put in our own bodies. Because if we, as, as the humans don't take care of ourselves, then we're leaving our pups to potentially, you know, go into shelters and losing us. So, um, we just all need to kind of take a, a, take a step back and look at overall what is going into our body. And if you can't read it, if you don't know what it is, if you're looking at an ingredient panel, which I always encourage every pet owner to always look at the ingredient panels on everything that goes in their dog's mouth. If there is a, a dye, if there is a chemical preservative, if there is something that you just don't know what it is, don't just say, oh, it's in the package and so it's for sale. It must be good for my dog. No, do your due diligence or just don't pick up the package at all. <laughs> Again, simplicity is best. I say, you know, eight ingredients or less is going to be the max that you should ever give um, a treat. And, uh, you know, single ingredient treats are my favorite. What about wet canned food? Are there any brands that you recommend in that realm or do you think it's a no-go? So wet food, um, you know, when you look at the type, the different types of food that you can feed, wet food is going to have less carbohydrates than kibble. So it, it is, it does get to become a bit expensive if that's all you're feeding. And you definitely want to make certain that you're brushing your dog's teeth if you're only feeding wet food. Um, but there are a lot of good canned foods out there. I am one that does not recommend getting canned food that has gums in it. Um, a lot of dogs that have digestive issues are very sensitive to like guar gum or agar agar. Um, and those are things that would be considered food thickeners that you find in a lot of canned food. One of the canned food brands that I am a huge advocate of is actually called Raws. It's not a raw food. It's R-A-W-Z. Um, and it is a, a great product that does not have any gums in it. And, uh, you know, it's if you can afford to feed it all the time and you don't feel comfortable feeding raw or home cooking in a complete and balanced way, then um, that's a good option. 
or you can mix it in with freeze dried. Uh, it's definitely better than just a uh, straight kibble. <laughs> I, I, uh, I think there's a lot. That's what. Yeah, there there are there there are too few things that are much better that are le- that are worse than just straight kibble. To be honest with you, fuck kibble. <laughs> um, since this is our Thanksgiving episode, uh, what do you give your dogs on Thanksgiving? Well, now I'm going to have to give them something special, aren't I? Um, <laughs> they get lots of love. So I'm going to be honest with you. I feed my dogs really well. I give them really nutritional treats. And I think that what they're going to be getting this Thanksgiving is just lots of extra cuddles, snuggles, loves, and maybe an extra walk or two because food does not equate to love. And I want them to be around as long as possible. And I'm just thankful and grateful for them in my life. Um, so I'm just going to spend time with them in a way that's enjoyable for both of us. Or all of us, because you know, there's three of us plus my husband, so four of us. <laughs> oh, I guess that's the 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 correct uh, fleshy Nutri- response. It's, it's, the, <laughs> the, it's the correct nutritionist response, right? <laughs> Thanksgiving really is about being with the pack, anyway, not about what you eat. Yes, exactly. All right, and so now is the time for our famous questionnaire that we ask all of our fleshy guests. Uh, we were inspired from the French bulldog Bernie Pinois and his famous interview show Culture Poop. I'm ready. All right, here we go. Vanilla or chocolate chocolate all day day or night day chess or scrabble that's a toss-up uh chess fetch or cuddles cuddles uh, even though my uh, name even though the name of my store is fetch ri it's cuddles all day long uh, 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 vampires or werewolves werewolves two legs or four legs Four. Boxers or terriers? Terriers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Prince or Michael Jackson? Prince. Breakfast or dinner? Dinner. Or breakfast for dinner if I could. <laughs> Mountains or the beach? Mountains. Scrambled or sunny side up? Sunny side up. Horror or comedy? Comedy. I'm not a fan of horror. <laughs> <laughs> the power of flight or a tail? Tail. Invincibility or a tail? Oh, a tail. Everlasting life or a tail? A tail. Unlimited amounts of bacon or a tail? A tail, hands down. Wow, that was a hard one. I'd probably cut off my tail for unlimited amounts of bacon. I'd cut off his tail too. Winning an Oscar or a tail? (laughs) I'm gonna say a tail. Climbing Mount Vesuvius or a tail? Well, I've climbed Mount Vesuvius and I have to tell you, a tail is still more enjoyable. Whoa! You know, this is the first fleshy guess that we've had, Indy, that completely answered all of the questions correctly. (laughs) Way to go! Thank you, Jonna Devereaux, for being our first fleshy guest for this season. Thank you so much. And if you want to learn more about Bow Wow Labs, please go to www.bowwowlabs.com. Awesome. Thanks again for all the great information and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. See you later. All right. And now for Monday's Mutts. Today's Monday Mutts, we'd like to highlight a San Antonio law that goes into effect starting January 1st. Whoa, that's like years away. One month human time. Oh, okay, right. Anyway, the new law states that all San Antonio pet stores must sell rescue dogs dogs and cats only. So no more buying from breeders. Oh, well, that's great news. So many dogs out there need homes. No need to breed, Fleshies. Yes, don't be so scared of mutts. Fleshies, we are your friends. We will love you forever. We're just as warm and lovable as our purebred compadres. I'd argue that we are more lovable. I mean, we are so grateful. You can smell it. Truth. All right, and finally, Indy, I think it's 
it's that time to read a segment from our book. 865 Reasons Why Having a Dog is So Much Better Than Having a Kid. You know, I think you finally succumbed to liking the title. It's still a little too long. I mean, we could just call it The Reasons. And then, when Fleshies open the book, they'll understand everything. That's not bad. Reason number five, crying. Are you finished? No. When you have a kid, get ready for some crying. Okay, okay, yeah, Andy, we got it. Just wanted to drive the point home. As we've mentioned before, dogs don't cry. We may whine, Indiana, but crying? <laughs> it's just not in our genetic makeup. When you got a kid, chances are that you are going to get a lot of crying. Probably for the first 35 years. Exactly. And if you get a colicky baby, huh, forget about it. You're screwed. The other day when we were on a hike, we heard a colicky toddler crying as we were getting out of the time machine. Then a good two miles later, we heard that baby still crying. Yeah, that was one pissed off flesh blob. Like I said, I would be so happy if I could cry. I think it's so beautiful and graceful. It shows emotional intelligence. shows how much you care. Blah, blah, blah. But the difference is, I would do the single tear cry. Not the annoying baby slash child cry when it's just the noise and the nonsense. So much narcissism. Look at me. Look at me. I'm miserable and I can dump salt water from my eye holes. Eye holes? It's a thing. Anyway, ugly crying is all children do. They don't do that sophisticated one teardrop cry. Like Denzel and Glory. That was brutal. Or Demi Moore and Ghost. I heard she used eye drops. Even better, you don't want to mess up the makeup. So there you have it, folks. Reason number five, and it's a biggie. Especially if you like sleep. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. And as always, follow us on the gram, Facebook, and please consider becoming a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Zeddy and Indie Show. We're doing our best to stay at this, but you know, it can be tough. Yeah, and you can show your support with as little as three bucks a month, less than your sugar-laden latte. Mmm, latte. And as always, a special shout out to Leisha and Olga, our Fuck Kibble patrons. So thanks again for listening. And until next time, smell you later. Hey guys, who wants Chinese food? Chinese, Chinese food? Fuck okay, it, we'll take it. <laughs>